This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Oh. Don't you do that, man. Don't you do that. It's hard, man. Don't you do that today, man. I mean, you know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Get that get that energy up, man. You, you, you're allowing yesterday's I was, loss I was feeling, to weigh on you today, man. I was man. feeling so good for my guy, Arthur <laughs> Motes. Man, he just got the recognition that he deserves on Friday. Man, I'm just hometown. trying to smell some flowers, man. That's it, man. <sighs> and I woke up Saturday. My Manchester United Red Devils just mm-hmm. blew a game against Aston Villa. It happens. And then my Mountaineers just blew a game against Oklahoma. Big, big facts. And then the Steelers just ripped my heart out of my chest like I'm Indiana Jones. I was going to say, which one hurt more? The Steelers lost? Oh, WVU, for sure. Oh, okay, okay. I, for, I mean, for sure. One, okay. listen, I think our listeners know this. I, like, I love the Steelers, but not like I love WVU. Okay, just check. My initials are WVU. I've told you this before. I, I mean, I my earliest my earliest memories in life are being six, seven years old, throwing a football around with my grandpa in the blue lot in Morgantown. I have been to legitimately over 100 WVU football games in my lifetime. Football to me growing up was a Saturday thing, not a Sunday thing. We were all gathered mm-hmm. around the TV and in our black and gold on Sundays. But yeah, I, I, I live and die with my Mountaineers. I am not as emotionally invested in the Steelers as I was growing up just because I now work around the team and all those things. I've got to be a little bit more objective. And also, let's not kid ourselves, this was the last chance to get at Oklahoma. I mean, they're going to be in the SEC next year. I know a lot of people think that they're staying around. They're going to find a way to raise that $40 million or whatever it is and pay the fine to go to the SEC. find a way to raise the $40 million? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think OU is worried about that. I don't think they are either. OU and Texas and (laughs) the SEC, they'll they'll find a way and they'll be gone. So that was our chance to take down top five Oklahoma in their backyard. Oh, that was our chance. And what you texted me was absolutely right. Oklahoma's going to get got by somebody this yeah. year, I didn't get all the credit, and that that should have been us. Yes, that should have been y'all us. Should have got that credit for that, man. That oh man. So again, there's three football teams in this world that I care about: the Mountaineers, the Steelers, and Manchester United, and they all lost this weekend. It's hard for me to not be down in the dumps today. I can understand that, man. But, but it's no need to be down in the dumps because once again, if these issues were new issues or if these issues were issues that we could not correct, I'll be a lot more concerned. No, that is true. While I'm down in the dumps, while I certainly think that this team has its limitations, I do not think the season is over. I don't think that this team is going to... I don't even say like season over. I'm just saying like, because for us, season over just simply means we didn't win a Super Bowl. Our standard is different than everybody else's standard. That's true. Yeah, so when I say I'm still like, that's not the end of the world I don't think that we're going to reach what we want to reach I agree with you on that but when I say that there you know it's not the I'm not to that point just yet like I hear your tone and everything like I'm not there just yet because I still feel like a tweak here or there and that will change a lot of how we feel right now that's that's my biggest thing man I agree with that if if the defense can play like they did against Buffalo this team will be in every game that they play this season but you, you got to get healthy on defense. You got to get things moving in the right direction on offense. And you know what? Who better to maybe c- continue the honesty and 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 just the the reality of where we are at the time, but maybe also uplift us a little bit with some of his teaching lessons. Let's do it. 
Let's get out our notebooks. Let's go into the classroom. It's time for a little Arthur Motes on a Monday. Professor Motes Monday. I hope y'all are ready for a fun and very promising day today. I hope so. I need some good vibes, Professor. You ready for the first good vibe? Rough weekend on campus. First good vibe is we lost. We're one and two. We stink. It's over. Let's fire everybody. Now I'm playing. (laughs) (laughs) But no, in all seriousness, man, this is one of those case in points where you're going to point to a couple of little things. And we're going to be asking ourselves, were those things, you know, is that insurmountable? That's something what's, that we, the we, ma- what's the right, magnitude right. of can, these Can issues? we correct these things yep. that will ultimately help us or hurt us going forward, right? So the first thing I want to talk about was finishing. Offense and defensively. What are you talking about, Moats? Well, we obviously know the Tyler Boyd play, right? We saw it was a missed tackle. Cool. Good contact, no wrap up. But... Less about the person that didn't wrap up, more about the guys that were in coverage surrounding that receiver. They just stopped. That's not finishing. That's, I mean, under Keith Butler and Mike Tomlin, when I was playing here, the way that they would communicate that to me is that is considered a loaf. If you're in the vicinity and you're not finishing full speed towards that ball, that is a loaf. If we have to see you change speeds. Once a guy gets the ball, once a guy misses a tackle, that is considered a loaf. And when you're watching the tape on that particular play, you see multiple loafs. That's not acceptable. This is not Mancini's bread company, that, that's, all right? That's not acceptable. That can never be the case. If you're on that field, you got to play with great effort. You have to finish the play. Because you finish that play, now it's what? They're on the five-yard line, four-yard line? Who knows what happens? Maybe they fumble the snap. Maybe we get a strip sack. Maybe we get an interception. Maybe you hold them to a field goal. Who knows? But what I do know is when you don't finish, none of that matters. Because the the result of not finishing is a touchdown. That can't happen. No, it can't. Unfortunately, offensive line, we're bringing this up again. Lack of finish. I can point to every single one of them, all five of them. Actually, all six of them. Ah, actually, seven because we had two additional guys coming off the bench. I see you, Joe Higgins. Definitely you, J.C. Hassanow. <laughs> Joe Higg, you came in. I mean, hey, I, I, I like your effort. <laughs> The results weren't what you wanted it to be, but we kind of knew that because you're kind of limited in that standpoint, which is why you're in the position you're in, and it's not a knock on you. So reality. that doesn't like affect me the same way as when I see these starters, though, right? The, the top five guys, the lack of finish. You got to finish better, man. So that's that's the first one. All right, and, I was a little long-winded on that and, one, no, but that's, it's that's the what, most. Hey, it, all we it, got it, is time, partner. Listen, when I don't see people finish, and it just rubs me the wrong way. Because again, you got to control what you can control, and that's one of the. You, you can't control your inexperience and all the rookies Correct. on offense. You mm-hmm. you can't control your just pure talent level. Mm-hmm. But your effort and your discipline, you absolutely can. And and those things, when, when everything's going wrong, those things have to be the one thing to pull you in the right direction. Listen, I had a coach tell me, man, if I ever have to coach effort. What are we doing? What here? are we doing? We're wasting time. Especially I, 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 at this level. Yes, he said, if you're coaching effort. This ain't the high effort, school football team. Right, he said, if you're coaching effort, give me way less talented guys that'll play with their hair on fire. Because this isn't my freshman that hockey can't team. Be the case right now. This isn't <laughs> your travel baseball club. But, but honestly, you know when Coach Simon pulls up his plays on the big board? 
he's going to be pulling up effort-based plays. That is unacceptable. Oh, it he's can never be, be effort-based. He's going to be pointing them out this week. It can't be effort-based, man, so you have to finish. That's definitely the first thing for me, all right? Whew. I got a long list. I don't even want to be. I'm, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to kill you with everything. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to just get a couple points. Couple points. Nah, all right. professor. Listen, we yes. got plenty of time. All right, we made sure we all cleared our schedules yes. today. This is the only class period we've got on the agenda. Next thing we got to talk about. So after man. this, we're just we're just going to the library to do more film study. After this, so you take your time. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, I hate to pile on my O line, but O line and defensive front seven. Ooh, you got to be better up front, man. Got to win in the trenches. You got to. I mean, listen, I understand offensively your group was healthy O-line. I mean, we know Deontay wasn't playing, but the five, y'all were out there. Trey, I mean. For the third straight week. Absolutely. So we talk about gelling, right? Talk about those 30 days remaining before the opening kickoff. There's plenty of time to, to gel and to get it going. Hey, Mo, it's 30 days till. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 30, it's 30 days till Halloween. We still I'm have sorry. plenty of time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's I'm 30 sorry. days till. I'm sorry. You know, you and I said it. We didn't want I'm to start sorry. this year 11-0. You're right. right? You're it doesn't right. My matter bad. till November. My bad. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. But you got to be more consistent up front. You have to be better up front. They don't get enough movement, and when they do, they don't finish the way they should be finishing plays. This isn't a group that is god-awful. This isn't a group that doesn't have any skill at the NFL level. On the, on the, in fact, excuse me, it's quite the contrary. I do think they are limited, but to say for just, you know, number standpoint, during 14 through 17, right, we're viewed as the best whole line. Those guys can play it at 9, 10, okay? This group right here is probably at a 6 or a 7. The issue is this, though. You can't have a 6 or 7 skill, but then have a 5 or 3, or excuse me, a 5 or 4 level effort. Because now, even though you're limited, when you are limited along with having lack of effort, it makes your skill that much worse. If they play as hard as they can every time and finish every play, they will be a lot better. Ben will have a lot more time. But what they're finishing or the lack thereof is putting them in compromising positions, not just in the pass game, but in the run game as well. And it continues to, to hurt them, not just in terms of them missing blocks, but them getting penalties, which ultimately kills their drives. It kills them every time. Because these holding penalties aren't five-yard penalties. No, they're 10-yard penalties, spot foul penalties. It kills you. And those are the things up front that they have to get better at defensively. I understand you had guys missing. But if you're supposed to be in the C-gap, you got to stay in the C-gap. And that's not just outside linebackers because, you know, we run some of these different fronts where we got some of our bigger D linemen, five techniques bumping out there. You got to have gap responsibility. Certain that's, players. That's 101, man. Certain players, right? And this is another thing like that Professor I pointed Motes, to. That's football 101. This is not a doctorate level class when, we're talking and, and about when, here. And you hear how basic I'm giving it I'm to you, right? I'm not trying to get my master's over here. I'm giving it to you basic. And this the thing is, is this, freshman right? freshman syllabus stuff. Think, think about this, man. During training camp, during the preseason, you would see a guy backdoor something, right? And what do I mean by backdoor? Okay, if they're lined up in front of this player and they're supposed to be going to the right, right? The, the, the right is their gap, the direct right. could be the C gap, could be the B gap. But instead of going right there, they say, hey, I'm going to run around this O-line. I'm going to run around this tackle. I'm just fast enough. That I'm going to close that gap. You make the play once or twice, and it gives you a false sense of security, right? Makes you think that you can make it all the time. Well, let me tell you what happens when you don't make it. A play that should be a two-yard play at best turns to a six-yard play, turns to a seven-yard play. play that should be a seven-yard play turns to a 20-yard play. Hey, Joe Mixon, I saw that yesterday a couple times. Now that I think about it, that can't happen. You talk about being better up front, that is another part right there. You have to be disciplined. I don't know why that's become a thing now across the front. 
where they want to run around blocks versus going the path, you know, of going through a man. They're taking the path of least resistance, but that can't happen if you want this defense to be good like they can be against the run. That's just the run game. We're, we're, like, you, at times, I'm like, are you trying to rush the passer? Is that, yeah. what you're, is that why you're back during these blocks? Because if you're playing for play-action pass, I can tell you what, man. I've never seen a person get a sack on a run play. Nope. I've never seen it. Nope. But I keep seeing guys rush the passer on run plays. I, I just, I don't know. So maybe you can help me out on that one. You know this, Motes. For the, go, the, going on the third season now, I have been screaming about more pre-snap motion and movement. <laughs> I have been yelling. I'm like, I'm like Ron Burgundy. Yeah, I wanted to yell it from the top of a mountain, but I didn't have a mountain. All I had was a studio. <laughs> I have been screaming and yelling about play action going on three years now. But you know what? They don't hear you. When though. nobody respects your run game, but that stuff doesn't work. You. And, and, and this gets back to the Chiefs don't pretend to have an onus on running the football. The Bills don't pretend to have an onus on running the football. They can the run the Rams ball, though, huh? don't pretend to have an onus on running the football, but mm-hmm. they can when they, they need to, and that makes you to. respect the play action. That is 21st century football 101. And, man, that was what I was most excited about with Matt Canada, that we were finally going to move into the modern era with that if anything, it feels like it's regressed in the opposite direction. You bring up a great point right there, man. But see, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I'm going to give you two more things, all right? All right, all right. Two all more right. things. Blood pressure's coming back down. One not so good, one really good. Okay? I like to end on a high note. The not so good is we just need to operate with a lot more detail. Ten penalties. Think about that. Ten. Double-digit penalties. Can't happen. It, it can't. Cannot happen. And that all gets back to it, cannot it's, it's one thing to be inexperienced. It's one thing to maybe not be as talented. Mm-hmm. You cannot be undisciplined. You can't have 10 penalties. You can't give up four sacks. You can't acquire zero sacks and lose the turnover battle in terms of having two picks to one pick. Those things right there, that screams a lack of detail. Not living in the minutia. Ball security, right? Discipline. How many pre-snaps? How many of those 10 penalties were pre-snapped? Too many. Like, Too many. think about that. Probably at least half, I would How say. How many were holding penalties? Too many. Drive killers. That can't happen. That comes from a lack of detail, a lack of focus. The drops, a lack of detail, a lack of focus. Got to detail your work. But then the last thing, man. The last thing before <sighs> I let y'all up out of here, man. Because like I said, I can't have y'all feeling all doom and gloom on my account, baby. Because that's not how I operate. Can I just take a moment to say, God, that boy Najee is the truth. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Listen, man, I don't care that the man had 28 touches and only 14 of them were actually running the ball. I do not care that he had 14 catches and was the leading receiver with 102 yards. Hello. I do not care that Ben Roethlisberger decided to target Najee Harris 19 times. I do not care that three of them were drops. My man could ball. I was very. Very happy to see the offense being ran through him. Now, do I think he'll be able to survive like that for 17 games or for three seasons? Good thing I don't have to predict the future. But I like his game. It it was very impressive seeing him just continue to come into his own, man. He's one of the few things I think we can hang our hat on now in terms of real concrete positives. And we are. That's the Penn State thing. I was going to say. Yeah, I'm I wasn't going to finish it. I thought you was going to finish that. <laughs> you think I'm, I wasn't finishing Me? Me? I just had to say we are because Pat Fryer moved, man. I like Pat. Yeah. I like him. Agreed. 
They finally started to work the, the, the middle of the field a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I thought particularly on that, that 86-yard drive, that was actually something encouraging that you can pull mm-hmm. from there. Not the fact that we finished with a Hey, we had a little hurry-up offense too, man. Is it hurry-up or is it no huddle? How do we want to name it? Is it the two-minute offense? We call it what you want to call it. <laughs> All right, maybe we buried the lead here too. One thing that we haven't talked we about yet. Oh, man. One thing that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, 50 minutes into the show. I need your I need your keen intellect here, Professor Motes, before I ring the bell one more time and we get out of here. Mm-hmm. The the blame game, the point finger thing, you know this. I've been one of your I've been one of your students for a long time. I like to think I'm your favorite student. I mean, you've got some really distinguished students. I like to think I'm at the top of the list. I, I, is that, I, is that self appointed? I need <laughs> I need you. Th- I'm the TA here. All right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. A lot okay. of these other people, these people okay, work at okay. the radio station across the street. You know, some of these guys you do podcasts with. <laughs> You know, they're in class too, but I'm the TA here, all right? I'm the favorite child. You you were my first one then. How about that? That's right. That's right. <laughs> that means you're always special. Yeah. Day one. Hey. Um, no, no, P1 because we're in the radio business. See this guy? Look at how far we've come. See? See? I uh, learned. Professor, I need, your, I need your breakdown of that decision that to throw that, that dump route to Najee uh, on fourth yes. and ten. All right, so I'll tell you, man, watching it again— I know my initial reaction was like, yo, is this give up ball? Is this just a terrible play by Ben? Going back and watching, it looked like they were trying to run. Um, the two receivers running off. I think it was Claypool and outside. I forgot. It might have been Ray Ray in the slot. Try to run those guys off and basically get Najee one-on-one with the linebacker in the alley. Ball was on the left hash. So you had technically the field. Right. The problem to me was, number one, the play was so fast that you couldn't read if it was zone or man. Because part of me thought it was man – but because everybody's eyes were on Ben because of how fast he got rid of the ball, it looked like a zone play. And if that's the case, you definitely don't want to throw that because you're not fooling anyone. No one's running off. Everybody has their Especially eyes on you. Especially when you've been you. throwing at the Najee all Correct. game. So to me, I didn't like the fact of the tempo of it and it partially looked like it was predetermined because I would have rather went backside to Claypool who had a one-on-one matchup. Now, I know he was going to get a little bit of help on the inside, but I just would have rather thrown that for a fourth and ten versus – Throwing it to Najee one second after catching the ball out the or one second after getting the snap, he's not even out the back for when he catches that ball, and he has to get at least ten for the first. Well, actually twelve because where he caught it at. <laughs> it's just what I, I just thought the design. Yeah, it, I, I don't know if it was the the timing of it was off or it was a predetermined decision by Ben to say, "Hey, I'm going to try to get Najee in the flat right now, help him make a guy." I miss. think it was. I think he just moved too quickly. Yeah, like if, you said. if he if he was a little bit more patient. I think now the two uh, at least look the two receivers, right? The two receivers, the, the guys that were guarding them, they're not in the picture anymore. Now you have more room for Najee to operate one on one versus Akeem uh, Davis Gathers. But when you throw it that fast, it's like those guys never had the backpedal. Like as a DB or as a guy that's in coverage, even if it's man versus zone, my man eyes are man eyes. But until you get into like my framework, I'm still seeing the court. I gotta have vision on him. If it was zone, I'm just staring at the quarterback the whole time. I'm going to see where he's going with this thing. But as a whole, that play just happened. He got rid of the ball so fast. And that was one of the ones we actually didn't need to. It wasn't like the pressure was there. It wasn't like it was a blitz coming. Now, we had earlier in the game where, you know, slant concept where it was thrown off because of the blitz. And I just I don't know if Claypool just didn't get the hot or what. But that scenario right there, that wasn't the case. It's just like it was predetermined. I agree with everything you said. That was frustrating. But fixable. Just don't predetermine yourself. 
All right, Professor. See, I appreciate optimism. I appreciate Hope. the. I don't know. We shall overcome. I think we're. I think I'm. There is no progress. I'm entering a dark era here. There is no struggle. There is no progress without struggle. Remember that, man. We have to have a little bit of this hardship. We have to go through a little bit of this valley so he can get on that mountaintop, baby. Success only feels good after you've had to survive adversity. Come on, Wes. You know this. Yeah, well, you know. Come on, the baby. The Steelers were always the football team of my Come life on, that never baby. put me through that. I've been through all the adversity in the world Listen, as a Mountaineer why, why, fan. Why do you think? I've been through all the adversity these think, last eight years why as a Manchester United fans, supporter. Think Not about, the Steelers. Think about the fans that grew up and watched them win Super Bowls in the 70s. Why were those so important? Because they had to endure the 60s. We and haven't had, had to endure the 60s. Yeah, they had to endure the 80s afterwards. Exactly. And I'm you, afraid that's so, where so, we're so, headed. But think about this. When have you ever? You haven't had to endure I that haven't. yet. So now you got to get a chance to become a real legitimate fan of the organization. Anybody can support them when they win. Mugsy, that's the easy I've part. I've had Ben Roethlisberger and Sidney Crosby yeah. for over half my life, and I'm not ready for the, for the next chapter. No one said you had to be ready. I don't want you to be ready. I just want you to just endure it. Yeah. Face it. Open your eyes and look might not at be, it. Might not be ready for that first child. You know, just you got to do it sometimes. All you right, listen. You it. know what? Speaking of that, it's time for official announcement and story time <gasps> here. Uh-oh! I've been waiting! Oh! Let's go! Let's go! Is that I, it? I should, I should probably get I this out to the people. Our loyal <laughs> listeners, they deserve this. I've kept them in the dark long enough. I've Yo. made references long enough. <laughs> Let's go. Let's Speaking go. Speaking of not being ready. Let's go. <laughs> what up? My, I've hinted towards this. I've told you I've got some news, some family things going on. Let's go. My, my wife and I are expecting our first child, okay? Oh! That was my gold chant right there because you scored a goal. You get it? <laughs> As of today, we are 37 weeks pregnant today. Let's go. Three weeks from the due date. Speaking of not being ready, Thursday, Moats and I go off air. <laughs> My wife calls me like two minutes later and goes, yeah, they're rushing me to the hospital. I think I'm having this baby. <laughs> Crazy. So, so you're right. I mean, I'm staring that might not be ready thing. Hey. I was like, wait a second. October 18th is it's, the due date. It's here. <laughs> we are here. <laughs> so we don't know exactly what that means for the show. I, I'm I'm going to take two weeks off, obviously, when when my child is born. Yeah, better if not. I'm a, I'm gonna come in here and fight you every yeah, day. Yeah. If I see you in here when you that when that baby drop, I'm fighting you. I'm exactly. bringing my my knuckles and everything, man. Exactly. Old school fisticuffs. I'm taking my two weeks of paternity leave. Um, I don't know where that leaves us on the show here when that happens, but I, I obviously I felt that I owed it to all of you out there, the power grid, the megawatts, to give you that information yes. because if. At some point, if I do disappear in the next three weeks, <laughs> you'll know why. Because Motsi, I thought I was prepared, but nothing prepared hey. me for Thursday. <laughs> Wifey calling me. They're taking me to the hospital. This might be happening. It happens fast, man. <laughs> it happens Woo. fast. You seen the you seen the, the SpongeBob like standing there panting, mm -hmm. <sighs> wiping the sweat off his forehead. Me, that was me all Thursday <laughs> afternoon. Oh man, that, it's a beautiful thing, man. I'm glad that now I can publicly appreciate this moment with you man like it's, it's we, awesome man three weeks from today nah, my man, wife and i are due my wife has been a saint she's been my hero through this whole process i know that anybody who's gone through it knows what that's like this is our first child um this is our first time being pregnant we are having a girl three weeks from today or sooner stay tuned let's go <laughs>
Love it, love it, yeah, love it. I really, I really wanted Olivia to come into this world knowing a Mountaineer team that had beaten Oklahoma in Big 12 play. <sighs> but hey, hey, but it's all right. You, you got the moral victory. Although, you know, no, no moral victory. <laughs> Give me the moral victory, man. You know, though, she could. At WVU, hey, there's still a chance that Big 12 championship game still lingers. Oh. Could see, those, right. could see those stinking Sooners again in Dallas in December if see, you play well you, enough you the know rest what, of the You way. know what it feel better then? Because you had the adversity of losing someone in the front end, see? Exactly. We got to see Cincinnati again. Exactly. All them Bills going to come due again. We're not going to be the same team you know, later in the year as we are right now, so yeah. A couple people tweeting congratulations here. Thank you to everybody. I Man, appreciate that. that. Awesome, Rod Dallas says, having my first son in January. Mm. So congratulations big to, time, big time. to you, Rod. As well, too. Yeah, Moats and I, again, we've made some some subtle, Yeah. some, uh, like I've said, I've got some family things going on, and I was kind of planning on on telling everybody, obviously, because I didn't want to just disappear whenever it does happen for a couple weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Moats! Yeah, this is awesome, man. I'm glad that, you know, it's out there now, though. This is good, man. It, It is good that it's out there now. And thanks. The tweets are rolling in. Thanks, everybody. I I do really appreciate it. You guys, you guys are the best. And and you know I'll be tweeting out the pictures in the Steelers onesies on Sundays. All right. Hey. We got the Steelers onesies. We it got is. the V onesies. It is. We got the Manchester. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Oh, oh. So I think I've I think I've shared this before on air. Uh-huh. Um, I have I have a cousin. Her and her her husband's an army ranger. I know I've told you yep. this, but they're they're stationed in Italy. They've lived in Italy for like three four years now. Um, they have two young ones. My cousin, they just sent us in the mail notes. Oh, and now remember everybody, I I I'm a like I'm I'm a big soccer guy. You all you guys all know this. On the international level, obviously I love the United States national team. They are my number one. But I also because of you know just because of my my heritage or whatever if you will, I also pull for England and Germany at international soccer as long as they're not playing the United States. Can't be playing the U.S. In the European Championships over the summer, right? Italy beat England in the shootout, dramatic mm-hmm. championship win. My cousin Ashley, <laughs> she sent Olivia an Italian soccer jersey, <sighs> just sticking a knife right in the wound. Wowzers! Salt <sighs> in the wound. Ooh. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. I can see it. Julie tweets us and says, I have a 25-year-old daughter named Olivia. She hates football, but luckily my son Cody loves it. He's the Steelers Aww. fan. <laughs> Shout out. I like it. <laughs> thanks to everybody. If, if, if you're tweeting me, uh, I, I do see it, and I, I do really appreciate it. I, I knew we'd have a lot of listeners on a Monday like today like we normally do. I, I felt that our loyal listeners deserved that information Heck again. Yeah, man, this is beautiful, man. Because as of last week, I now realize like this could happen any second, and I could be this gone for true, a couple man. weeks. That's also a lot of people have been asking if we're going to Lambeau. Yeah, yeah. explain it. That's yep. the reason I'm not nah, going to Lambeau why. this weekend is yes, because my wife's going to be why. two weeks away. It's too soon. Too it's close. Too, it's too, too close. close. Yep. It's, it's, it's too close. It, it is. If if Lambeau Field was located an hour or two away, you know, maybe I could drive there and drive back. Yeah, you're not trying to play them games like that, man. You <laughs> got a whole not, baby about to be I am man. not trying to be a flight away. That's that fun. Just, and and, and wi- I mean I was yeah. I was like 20 minutes away when wifey called me on Thursday and I was having a panic attack. <laughs> so that's the big news. That's everything that's going on. I appreciate all the tweets. I had to let you guys know because again I I, I do I really I value this this family that it's we a have community, here. Man. This community, this family uh, that we and have you the man here. Of the people, man. And and I wanted to let all of you know that. And maybe hey maybe that'll put a smile on your face here too on a Monday. Some good news on a Monday. Mugsy. I hear you, Heath Ledger. Put a smile on that face one time. Sheesh. You want to know how I got these scars? 
Well, first Manchester United lost, <laughs> and then the Mountaineers lost, and then the Steelers lost. <sighs> I don't think I ever rang the bell for the end of the class. I room. don't think so either. I think we've been like extending this class period <laughs> after our session. So we'll get to your tweets on the other side. Thanks to the professor. Thanks to everybody who's chiming in. Last chance to get those questions, comments, and concerns and reactions in for the final segment on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR.